The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I do want to go back because we didn't really get a chance on C2C to talk about Thunder rookie Chet Holmgren busting his foot, his right foot. He got the Liz Frank break. He'll miss the entire season. Of course, he was the number two pick in the NBA draft, and he suffered the injury in that crossover Pro-Am event in Seattle while trying to stop King James, LeBron, on a fast break. That did not go well. According to Sam Presti, he said, quote, certainly we're disappointed for Chad, especially given the excitement he had about getting on the floor with his teammates this season. We know Chet has a long career ahead of him within our organization and the Oklahoma City community. One of the things that most impressed us during the process of selecting Chet was his determination and focus. We expect that same tenacity will carry him through this period of time as we work together and support him during his rehabilitation. Presti told the media that Holmgren will have foot surgery after the Thunder talked with three of the best foot doctors in the country. He confirmed that Holmgren suffered a ruptured tendon in his foot, not a fracture, but the Thunder were optimistic about his long-term recovery, but that they would be extremely conservative. Something positive will come from this, Presti said. He even said Chet was weight training and shooting without putting pressure on his foot. Everybody remembers him coming out of Gonzaga. His 7-1, a buck 95, skinny-ass frame. Whether he would be able to withstand the physicality of the NBA and the violence of it, Presti said that the contact injury was unrelated to his size or weight. Presti said he's going to get better just by getting stronger, just by seeing things differently, just by learning the NBA. And that's going to be happening. He's going to be able to shoot. He's going to be able to do a lot of things with the ball. So Holmgren was there playing with all these NBA players, uh, LeBron, Tatum, number one pick, Paolo Bancaro, DeJounte Murray, Aaron Gordon. They were all there. The game got canceled eventually because the floor was slippery. It was a humid day in Seattle, full house. There were wet spots. There was condensation. Presti said he did not consider the condensation to be a factor in the injury. Presti went on to say, guys are playing all over the place all the time. If you have players that love to play, they're going to play. 
Every time you step on a court, something like this could happen. It could happen in a game. It could happen in practice. It could happen in a scrimmage. It's just part of it. Holmgren's future money will not be in jeopardy if he does not fully recover from the injury. The NBA basically says that pro-ams are sanctioned activities. The Thunder are going to get an insurance reimbursement of 80% of his per-game salary. That's about $4 million after he misses 41 games this season. Presti said the team's not going to tank and try to get another great draft pick next year. He said, quote, we just have to focus on what we can control. And I think that we have a group of guys that'll continually get better for quite a long time, but we're still scaling the mountain in the Western Conference, and we have to see where that goes. We come into every season the same way since 08, which is we have to wait to see how the season unfolds. Holmgren was averaging 14 and 8.4 boards in five games at Vegas in the summer league. Holmgren was having a huge summer, and they think he's going to be a force when he returns to play for the Thunder. Being a high pick and having to sit out the first season in the NBA, uh, it's happened before, and it hasn't stopped guys from becoming all-stars or big-time players. Ben Simmons went number one in 2016 and missed the next season with a foot injury. Blake Griffin was the top pick in 09, but had to sit. He had a knee injury. And then you had uh, Greg Oden in 07. JoJo Embiid was the number three pick in 2014 and missed his first two seasons with foot problems. Nerlens Noel was a number six pick in 2013 and missed his first season with a knee injury. Michael Porter Jr. was the 14th pick in the 2018 draft and missed a season with his back injury. He's always had back problems ever since. Presti said, I don't think the missing the first year is going to change anything about the outcome. They think he's a great player. It's happened to this team before. Nick Collison was the 12th pick in the 03 draft by Seattle. He couldn't play. He had shoulder problems. Then he spent his entire career with the Thunder getting his jersey retired. He still works for the front office. Anyway, I got to tell you, I think playing in those pro-ams is just stupid. Uh, guys, you know, play and they put on a show and then this happens. I don't care about putting on a show. That, that happens every time they play. I care about playing uh, in like games that don't matter at all, that have no significance at all, that are just there to, you know, put on a... a a big night for fans and to show off and then uh, a star player like this busts his foot and has a Liz Frank and he's done for the year I mean at the end of the day it's just not worth it I mean honestly if I'm an owner or a GM I'm just not having it with my players you play for me you're not playing in these things I mean it's no different than you know, letting them ride motorcycles or go, you know, cliff diving or skiing on, uh, you know, steep Alps. I have no problem at all with them playing summer league and then, you know, playing with their teams, training with their teams, scrimmaging with their teams, playing preseason games, and then playing NBA regular season games. I don't see why they play in these pro-amps. Look, international competitions, those are a different story. I mean... The Joker and Giannis were playing in this World Cup qualifier 
yesterday. Djokovic helped Serbia beat Greece and Giannis as the two, you know, back-to-back MVPs and, and like, they hook up and, and bang, and it was a great game. Anyway, Serbia won it 194 in overtime. The Freak had 40, the most in World Cup qualifiers history, but the Joker had 29, 8, and 6 for his homeland, Serbia. The reigning MVP put on a show in the fourth quarter he turned around and hit a one-legged three-dagger in the corner with Giannis all over him to give Serbia a huge eight-point cushion with under two minutes left. Greece came back as Tyler Dorsey nailed a three with 11 seconds left to send the game to overtime. But the Joker decided he was going to take over again. He hit two consecutive baskets over Giannis to give Serbia a six-point lead, and then they just finished it off. Now, these types of games matter, and they count, and they're important. Giannis became the first player to hit the 40-point mark in a European qualifier history. He was 14 of 25 from the floor to go along with eight boards and five dimes. Joker ended up with 33 points from his bench to go along with his 29 spot. Serbia is 2-3 and three in the tournament. They're tied with Turkey for fourth in a group that includes Greece, Latvia, Belgium, and the UK. Latvia leads the group with nine points, followed by Greece and Belgium with eight points. Only the top three teams in the group will qualify for the World Cup next year in 23. In another Euro qualifier yesterday, Luka led Slovenia in a huge blowout win over Estonia. How about 25-11-8 for Doncic? Slovenia's third in their group, and they're up a couple games on Israel. The other hoop story everybody was talking about was Pat Beverly going back to L.A. spent the years 2017 to 21 with the Clippers and we all know he's a ferocious player on the defensive side of the ball he's crazy obviously Darvin Ham liked that with the Lakers and that's why they got him he had a huge role with the T-Wolves got them to the playoffs playing his you know ragged crazy style in your face D all over the floor diving on the floor going after everybody Over the last five years, he's held opponents to 41% shooting when he's the number one defender on him. That's second best among players defending up to 2,000 shots. The Jazz ended up getting Horton Tucker, who's 21, and the guy can definitely fill it up. He averaged 10 points, three boards, 2.7 dimes for the Lakers, but he's going to go up to, you know, 16 to 20 points a game for the Jazz. One of the problems is Beverly and Brody, Russell Westbrook, hate each other. I mean, they have been at war for years. It goes way back. They've been after each other, talking smack, getting in arguments, fights, you name it. Uh, They've talked bad about each other in media interviews. Uh, They just can't stand each other. Now they're going to be on the same team. A lot of people don't believe that it's going to end up that way. They think that 
Westbrook is still going to get moved in a deal and that the Lakers are just building the team now and they have just begun to make moves and that Westbrook's going to get dealt one way or the other. Remember, there was talk of a Kyrie Irving for Westbrook and Picks deal that was allegedly going to happen between the Lakers and Nets, and that never came to fruition. Now they got Beverly. He can't stand Westbrook, but I don't think he cares. He'll play with him. They don't have to be buddies. They both make a lot of money, so that's what it all boils down to. How about Pharrell giving you a little hoop action here today on C to C? You got to love it because everybody likes going straight to the rack. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 